Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Los Angeles Rams. They're three and zero. They're coming off a pretty strong win against the Tampa Bay Bucks, the defending Super Bowl champs. They made a statement, Sam, and it wasn't just a statement win. It was a statement that look, this offseason move of bringing in Matthew Stafford that was the missing piece. That was the missing piece, and they proved it here in Week Three. So the people are asking, are the Rams the best team in the NFL? What are your thoughts? First real test. Um, okay, we saw how this Rams thing worked the first couple of weeks against not great teams, and it rolled. The Matthew Stafford plus Sean McVay equals dominant side. But how is it going to work when you face a real defense like the Buccaneers and a real team like the Buccaneers? Defending Super Bowl champions, by far the number one team in PFF's power rankings, you know, highest percentage of winning the Super Bowl. It was at 19, 20% before this game. Um, and, you know, this was going to be a team that gave us a good idea of where the Rams actually were, and they look pretty good. Now, you know, the, you can definitely say this is, not, this is not 100% healthy Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, right? They're already missing Sean Murphy bunting in the secondary. They lost Jamel Dean during the game. Suddenly, uh, depth is becoming a problem. Jason Pierre-Paul didn't play. They, they had to lean on the first-round rookie, uh, Joe tryon Shyenka. So, you know, it's not 100% healthy, and I think some of that depth started to show. But, I mean, this Rams offense set about doing exactly the same thing that it did to the previous two teams, and they left a ton of meat on the bone. I mean, Deshaun Jackson and, and Matthew Stafford hooked up on one deep bomb. They could have had three easily with the, the way that Deshaun Jackson was just running through the defense. Yeah, I think from, uh, from the Rams' perspective, you know, the the big question was, was was Matthew Stafford going to be an upgrade over Jared Goff this offseason? And games like this, I think, show that, right? Stafford did, like you said, he missed a couple, but uh, the offense is just really smooth right now, Sam. It's not just Stafford, though. It is the 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 addition of Deshaun Jackson. We We spend all of our time between February and the start of the season saying, hey, team, Go get three receivers, four receivers, tight ends to cover. And the Rams are exemplifying that. So I think that is why they're in this conversation, right? They added Deshaun Jackson to Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, who are two of the very best at separating against single coverage. Having Tyler Higbee as a tight end, who's who's like their go-to guy on screens in this game, right? And creating after the catch. So it's, an, it's a group of guys that are really difficult to cover. A solid offensive line that did a very nice job protecting Matthew Stafford. And then Stafford has the ability to attack levels of the field that the Rams haven't been attacking in past years. Defensively, they they made just enough plays. And I think, you know, Brady had over 400 yards and all, all this stuff. But there, it was just, it was difficult, right? It was all along the way, it's tight window throws. And I think that's what the Rams have. It's what they did last year. They, they avoid giving up those big plays. And of course, Aaron Donald up front creating that pressure. So, yeah, I mean, the Rams are as balanced, I think, as any team in the NFL. I'm not sure if I'm ready to declare that they're the best, but they're as balanced as any team, I'd say. The most impressive part about the offense to me was that offensive line holding up against Tampa Bay's defense. Um, going into that game, the Bucks had allowed 18 yards before contact across two games. 18. Um, their, their run defense was just dominant. Uh, Vita Vea was just destroying people, you know, like a truck just wandering through offensive lines. And it's why Dallas didn't even try and run the ball against them and, and those kinds of things. The Rams were able to run the ball. Like Sony Michelle 
was getting the start because Daryl Henderson was injured after, you know, Cam Akers went down and all this. They were way down on running backs and they were still able to get some joy on the ground. And Matthew Stafford was barely touched all game long. It took until deep into the, the was it the third quarter where they got a sack on him um, with William Golson was the only time he hit the ground in the entire game. Like he was pressured on like a fifth of his dropbacks. If you're going to do that, they have the weapons to be able to carve you up with Deshaun Jackson and Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And for all the talk that this is a very top heavy team in terms of stars and then no depth, like they have a lot of weapons. This is a team that actually goes pretty deep in terms of guys that you have to figure out a way of slowing down on offense. Yeah, and when you you mentioned the Bucks injuries, right? They they lose a corner early on. Jamel Dean goes down. D. Delaney comes in, and you got to credit the Rams for attacking him. They went after him on the outside quite a bit. So again, when you have those weapons, um, and you can uh, spread the ball around, attack weaknesses on the defense, that is a great place to be if you are the Rams. So again, I think it's a it's a defense that. Might not be as dominant as they were last year, but Jalen Ramsey's playing that hybrid role. He is scary, uh, playing the run, blowing up screens. Uh, still one of the uh, you know one of the very best zone or man co- uh, coverage corners in the entire NFL. So they have all the pieces. Uh, and right after the break, I'll let you know. I'll let you know if I'm ready to declare the Rams the best team in the NFL or even the NFC. But a reminder that week three of football is in the books and it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And to kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving all new customers $150 in instant free money when they bet just $1 on any football game. Listen up, you don't want to miss it. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook, grab the app now and place a $1 bet on any week week four game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook's not yet available in your state, DraftKings has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Um, so, I'm, I'm impressed with the Rams. They are uh, maybe a better than I anticipated coming into the season. I'm impressed with Stafford. I think he's been fantastic and the mesh with McVay looks great. I think this game might be a tiebreaker down the road. We, we, we could be talking about a tiebreaker in the playoffs, but I think the Rams schedule of still having to play the Cardinals twice, the Seahawks twice, the 49ers twice, it's going to be really tough for the Niners, for the Rams to have that top seed. I'm not ready to overreact in week three. I think the Bucs are still the better team. Uh, and Ooh. so if I had to declare the best team in the NFC, I think ultimately it ends up still being the Bucs. I was really impressed by the Rams offensive line, by their offense generally, albeit against a weakened Tampa Bay defense. I was also really impressed by the Rams defense. I thought it did a really sure. good job against Tom Brady and the Bucks offense, which I would have said was the deeper unit of the two. Um, heading into this game, we were talking about, hey, look, the Rams are reasonably top heavy. But even without Antonio Brown, the Bucks get to choose between Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden. And extra tight ends that they're bringing up, like just to cover the spot for number three receiver, in addition to Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski and Chris Godwin, like they run so insanely deep. And yet they were struggling to to keep Tom Brady away from pressure. I mean, Ali Marpet was getting his ass kicked by Aaron Donald, which was, of course, bringing pressure 
up the middle, which is the last place 44-year-old Tom Brady wants to see it. Though, by the way, did you see him, like, you know, duck out of a couple of sacks and take off running? Tom Brady's got some quicks and some escapability now that he's in his 40s. Yeah, um, right. He's quicker than he used to be. Yeah, like, I, I get what you're saying. Um, and I think that over the course of the season, yeah, I can still see Tampa Bay getting the number one seed and probably being the team to beat once you get to the postseason. But this is a very real potential NFC Championship game preview, you know, uh, like a, a, a prologue. And if, the, if that is the game we see a repeat of in the NFC Championship, this game will leave like a memory. Like Tampa Bay will remember that when they, if and when this is the NFC Championship game. And I think the Rams will remember it as well. Like if they both get there, both sides will be pretty acutely aware that the Rams handle business in this game. Yeah, and my whole point is last year the Bucks lost 38 to 3 on Sunday night football to the Saints and ended up beating them in the playoffs going on to win the Super Bowl. The Bucks were 7 and 5 at one point last year. So it's it's my point is to just not overreact to one game. Now if the question is have the Rams been impressive? Do the Rams have all the pieces? Absolutely. Have they upgraded a quarterback? Absolutely. Uh, the other part about Stafford, no real disastrous decisions in this game and only a handful maybe this entire season through three games uh hitting open throws uh, like i said attacking every level of the field the big plays that he's able to create deshaun jackson still a cheat code down the field even though again he's like their number four wide receiver sam that is some absolute incredible depth that the rams have so i'm impressed and i think the most important thing it's tough to have dominant defense in today's nfl but the Rams have that forward-looking defense that just makes every completion really difficult for opposing offenses. I would dearly love it if Deshaun Jackson could catch one of those deep bombs and then not spend the, th- the next 30 yards actively looking for a defender to run towards or you know, a way to fumble the ball before he crosses the goal line. Just catch it, run the last 30 yards, score, then do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Don't try and screw it up before you cross the painted line. Like, that guy must lead the league in those plays. You know what I mean? Like, drop it just before the goal line and make a total ass out of yourself plays. It's like a nervous twitch. Like, he's got to do it. I think he had one in high school. He had one in college. Stop it. Anyway, I love Deshaun Jackson. I can't believe he's still a legitimate deep threat. The Rams are deep at receiver and on defense. Just not ready to declare them the best team in the NFL or even the NFC. It's a PFF NFL Daily.